At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense with personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Where highly trained service technicians have your back, helping you take care of the small stuff before it becomes big stuff. Plus a full range of services from Pennzoil oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more. We've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Find a Pennzoil pouring service center near you at JiffyLube.com. everybody doing tonight? We got East Aurora's JV team in the house. I love it. This is by far the best turnout we've had for the Isaiah McKenzie show. So thank you everybody for coming out, spending Monday night with us here at Misters. This is awesome. Great to see everybody. All right. I'm Tyler Dunn. GoLongTD.com is where you get all these episodes, but you're here in person. So this beats everything. Here's Isaiah McKenzie. In the house, bring him on in. There you go. What's going on? What about this crowd, Isaiah? Yeah, I know. Got it. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Awesome. Hey, thank you again, everybody, for coming out. This is great. You know, we haven't had a crowd like this since the last one, last season, after the Kansas City game, and this one blows that one out of the water, I think, right? Yeah, this is amazing. Really, I love it. It's incredible. <laughs> this is awesome. And it, it really speaks to you. I mean, your star has risen in just about every way, on the field, off the field, and I don't know how many players in the NFL – can draw a packed house like this when they're in the midst of concussion protocol and they even play. <laughs> so what? I think everybody wants to know first. You know what? What's up right now with your health? How you feeling? I feel good. Um, I still got some a little bit of testing to do this week, but um, I'm ready to play for Sunday. So we'll see. Good to go. For Arrowhead, then. That's confirmed right here on the Isaiah McKenzie show. No, no, no. I got to wait. I got to wait. <laughs> I gotta, still got to wait. We'll see. But eventually, it'll get out. And, um, Sorry, we can break some news on here. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. I wish, I wish it was good. Uh, I wish I had the news today, but I don't have it. <laughs> were you surprised um, last week that you were held out or was, was it expected? I was pretty upset. Um, because I really wanted to play this game, obviously. Look what we did. It was amazing. Um, I really wanted to play. And I, the day before, well, yeah, the day before on Saturday, it said, um, yeah, you won't be able to play. And I was like, no way. And I was so mad. But 
it is what it is. We got to win, so. How does how does that work then? Are you you're really kept in the dark? Cause you you practiced toward the end of the uh-huh. week. You did some more stuff. I practiced assuming I would play, and the testing went well and things like that. But um, they told me no, so I was like, all right, so I gotta wait another week. Yeah. I mean, this is a good thing, big picture, right? Yeah. Teams looking after their players. We talked about it last week. Not all teams, particularly in your division, have such tender <laughs> love and care for players dealing with concussions. So, good. It's good. Yeah, the Buffalo it's good. They, they did a good job. It helped me out. I feel like I'm ready. You got a little bye week in there. So, it's all good. When you're watching this, um, how would you describe that game against Pittsburgh? A, a curb stomping. Yeah. You know, so it was just – just destroyed that yeah, team. Flies in here. That, fly, that flies not living here. Right. I just took a shower. <laughs> Little Dirty took a shower. Wow. Okay. Is it fun when you're watching that game as a spectator, or is it frustrating that you can't join in on the party? Um, I knew during the week it was it was gonna be fun, and I just wanted to be a part of that fun. So I was practicing and stuff like that. But then when the game on Saturday when they told me I couldn't play, I was like. I was a little mad, and then the next day came, and I was like, you know what? It is what it is at this point. So Sunday, I was on the sideline watching the guys do their thing, and I was pretty excited. I was smiling and having a good time, so I was like, you know what? You know what I'm saying? Get the other guys in there and let everybody else go involved. I was happy for Gabe. I was happy for Khalil, you know, Diggs, whatever. But everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was happy for him too. But um, it was pretty fun out there, you know, even though I was just watching. It was pretty fun to see those guys go off. Yeah, Diggs without his babysitter play to play. Yeah. I mean, it's good that it was a blowout. If it was back and forth, I don't know what Stefan Diggs would have been doing without you. Yeah. I mean, I'm a kind of his therapist, so I would have helped him out. Yeah. But you were, I guess you were there, though. Yeah. So maybe you, you would have been, uh, been able to help him a it little was a, bit. It was a point in the game where Diggs didn't have 100 yards. And he was like, oh, man. It's not right. You know, because Gabe, Gabe had 160. He was jealous of Gabe Davis. No, it wasn't. <laughs> he was like, hey. We got to stir up some, <laughs> some issues with the team after a 38-3 win. And he goes, um, hey, man, I don't have 100 yards. And I'm like, Gabe got it all, so what do, you, what, do you, like, what do you want me to do? He was like, I need to get in to get the ball. I was like, you're out in the fourth quarter. And he was sick. He was like, you trying to get me out of the game? I was like, I'm not the coach. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> So I was like, and then he got out, but he got 100 yards and he got out and he was like, yeah, I needed that. I was like, you wasn't supposed to get it. <laughs> Gabe Davis, though, I mean, what can you say about this guy's game? Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, you guys are close. Yeah. It's been kind of a rocky start for him individually. Uh, how, how was he able to just bust out like that? What did it really do for him, you think? That was awesome. You know what I'm saying? It built his confidence. You know, he had the ankle injury and stuff like that. And last game wasn't his best game. But um, he came out hot. And it, it, funny because before that, the kickoff return happened. And then we were talking. I say, yeah, you might go for 200 yards today. And I was like, you know what? No, you, you, you probably won't because Diggs might get 100. So I was like, maybe 100 yards. And then three plays later, he's at 98. I'm like. <laughs> oh, that boy, he might get 200 yards. So, um, yeah, I take credit for that because I said it. But. <laughs> That's right. They, somebody's got to get all those targets. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, nah, but he had a great day. He was amazing. But that was, that was awesome. I just kept thinking of that Randy Moss 98 graphic, right, Thanksgiving. Uh, well, you, three I, for 171. It was kind of a throwback. Yeah, he had three touchdowns. And I was like, yeah, Gabe, you had two, so it don't count. So, <laughs> but I was telling him, I was like, yeah, you're better than Randy Moss. Like, and he was like. 
No, I'm not. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're not. That had to have been a breakthrough, though, for him because, you know, you think back to that Miami game when he, he had it, he loses it. Uh-huh. And in this game, Mika Fitzpatrick, they're both fighting for the ball. He just, that was a grown man touchdown yeah. to rip it away. Gabe's pretty strong. So I was, I was expecting him to, you know, do, I didn't expect him to do that. I didn't know how he even did it. But um, that was pretty cool to see. And I was, I was pretty excited. I was like, whoa, like, he's almost at 200. That's all I kept thinking about. Yeah. I was like, he's almost 200. It seemed like you guys just broke the souls of the Steelers, too. I mean, they're kicking field goals when they're down 24 to 3 and yeah. 31. And I'm not sure what cutting the deficit to 31 to 6 in the second half does for the Steelers there. What, what's it like when you're watching this game and you can just do whatever you want offensively and there's nothing they can do about it? It's pretty fun. You know, it's just like, no, nah, I won't say it. But it's just like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't even know. Like, it's awesome. I don't, even, I don't even know how to describe that. Because I guess we're used to it at this point because we've had some, a couple of games like that last year, then this year. Yeah. And it's like we can do what we want. But when we play well, we practice well, we do, you know, play our football, then that's what happens. So we kind of see what happens when we play our football. I know you guys have been doing it for a few years now, but I think it's hard. A lot of people here, you know, live through the drought. I mean – the offensive performances. They haven't. They haven't. You guys didn't live through the drought. All, all you know is winning football over here. The East Aurora JV. All they know right? is Josh Allen. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's right. But, but people are people are more accustomed to like you know Trent Edwards checking it down and Who? talking themselves in the tie rod and JP Lossman and a lot of Trent Edmonds. You know you don't remember Trent Edwards. Edwards. No. <laughs> Probably a maybe, good thing. maybe I'm a Josh Allen kid too, huh? It's just it, it is different to just expect a game like that. What game? Thirty-eight concussion. to three. Concussion. concussion. Oh, concussion. You're right. Sorry. Are you still using that with your girlfriend as an yeah. excuse for things? Yeah. yeah. She's been gone. She's actually in Puerto Rico. So like, when she get back, she gotta clean. She gotta cook. Cause like, I can't really do much. You couldn't do anything. <laughs> She's like, did you wash the clothes? I'm like, man, the detergent smell. My brain, don't work. <laughs> so yeah, the, the home is just going to be overrun by like uh, yeah. you know, rodents. and. You take out the trash, my arms are tingling. <laughs> You've been milking it then? Yeah. You've been milking this concussion? I got How to. long can you milk a concussion? <clears throat> I've heard like two months. Yeah. Couple weeks. I'd go three or four. Yeah. I can't keep milking it, though, because they'll tell me I can't play. And I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> She's going to see you on a football field scoring touchdowns and say, Isaiah, you got to take out the trash. You're scoring touchdowns. So. Exactly. But whatever. You're, you'll be good to go, though. You're going to be good to go for, for Kansas I City. I hope so. You hope That's so. the plan. That's the plan. So pray for me. Yeah. There you go. All right, Kansas City. Yeah, we should probably talk about this game. So way back when, January, sitting right here, you didn't know what the heck happened at the end of 13 seconds. Nobody here knew what the heck happened after 13 seconds. I think everybody was in a state of shock still. Yeah. Are you still... I guess it goes one of two ways, right? With a, a meltdown like that. You either use it, you guys are putting up the pictures of Mahomes and Kelsey and 
reminding everybody every day, like 13 seconds, use this as motivation, or you bury it, you forget it, you just don't even want to think or talk about it again. What direction did the team go from a game like that? Um, we just bury it. I feel like now we have a better, I wouldn't say a better team. Our team is just, we're getting better. You know what I'm saying? We got Vaughn Miller. You know what I'm saying? The, the D-line's coming along. The Greg's coming along. He's growing. You know, our defense is doing, is doing a good job. And then our offense is just scoring points. So if the offense scores, we just have to play complimentary football. Special teams doing well. Offense scoring points. Defense making stops. So I feel like now, you know, going into this game, we feel like, you know what I'm saying, we, we put ourselves in the best position to win the game. We just got to play our football. It was an insane game. I mean, we, we, we could get bogged down in touchbacks and why DBs are lined up in another zip code and all of that. But the game <laughs> was crazy. You were a part of just a historic game that we'll be talking about for years. Yeah. What, what, what memories do you still have from that night at Arrowhead? Uh, the memories. I don't really have too many memories. But... All right, well, we can't use the concussion all episode, Isaiah. I, I, I'm not going to let you off the hook like your girlfriend. Yeah? No, the memories, I mean, I've... I remember me sitting on the bench with my head back and I see, uh, I'm looking at the chief sign and I'm like, we just lost in 13 seconds. Well, we didn't just lose, we went overtime, but it was just like, we supposed to win. The AFC championship was supposed to be here, supposed to go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, and light the city on fire. That was my point, that was the thought I had in my head. So your mind is going to that place of like. Like I already knew in my head, it's like, if we win this game, the Bengals have to come here. That's, that's their problem. They have to deal with that. We don't because we like being here. It's at our stadium. It's going to be wild. And we win. And then we go to the Super Bowl and win. And the drought. That's, that was all in my mind. Like, I already had it planned out. Like, I already had the alcohol I was going to drink. Like, I had everything planned out. Really? And, and those, I, I counted it at one point, the time between Gabe Davis's touchdown and the touchback. It was like, what, like a minute and a half? All this is flashing through your head. Yes. If this, if this, if this. And, you, and you've never drank a sip no. of alcohol. That's, that's true. Yes. That's impressive. I don't know how you do it as a professional athlete. Give it up. Yeah. He's like, good luck. <laughs> Just real quick, as an aside, like, how? <laughs> how is that possible? What? I mean, I, I got a beer in front of me every episode. It's always, a, as a pro athlete, it's all, all around you all the time. How do you just resist and never go down that road? I don't know. I mean, I guess I see how people act. No offense to people that get drunk. No offense taken. <laughs> I just, I've I seen how people act. You know what I'm saying? If you know whether it's drugs or alcohol, it's like I've seen people act a little weird. I'm like, I don't want to act like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying I'm already a little crazy myself, <laughs> so it's just like I don't think I want to act like that. But I don't knock people for you know yeah. doing what they do. I still I hang around drunk people. You know, we at the party. I'm partying. If they take their shirt off, I take my shirt off. You know what I'm saying <laughs> I'm acting like them. But um, what what song is popping the top when you hear this song? Isaiah's shirt is, is coming off and you're dancing like crazy. I guess it's not the song, it's the people. It's 
it's the atmosphere. So like, if everybody takes a shirt off, I'm taking my shirt off, and I'm like, you know, like I'm doing what they're doing. But it's no really no song. I mean, I'm not starting it. Like I'm not taking my shirt off first, like because okay. I'm not drunk. That's right. You got to join the wave. <laughs> you got to assimilate. <laughs> so if nobody, I mean, I'll start dancing. That's about it. But other than that, nah. Okay. Okay. No, no song. No. Is there um, is there a, a, don't please don't give me the poll tested <laughs> PR BS answer Isaiah okay be real you always keep it real I, yeah. I, I don't need to say that you're always honest into this game there's got to be some element of revenge for the Bills and I get it it's it's a regular season game so <laughs> the real revenge wouldn't come for, until the playoffs yeah right this game doesn't count nearly as much as what happens in January and February for this team but. Given how that ended at Arrowhead last year, how much, how badly are you guys wanting to beat this team in their house Sunday? Um, we always want to get the win, right? But um, there we go, there we go. <laughs> I feel like for the most part, we get the win. There's a bye week. Yeah. So if we get lost, if we lose, then it's like bye week sucks. But if we win, we go to bye week. But as you said, like it's not the playoffs, so it's a regular season game. So it's kind of like not really as meaningful. But I mean, it, it would feel good to win. It's always it's always good to win. But I feel like playoffs would be like you have to ask that question in the playoffs. Right, because you beat them in the regular season last yeah. year. You stomped yeah. them. And yeah, like it meant something, but it didn't mean a lot because when we got to the playoffs, it's like we lost. It's like when we it's like we never won the regular yeah. season. How, how has that game been discussed internally with the team? Because the season ended, a lot of it had to do just with the way a season ends last year. Mm-hmm. So, like, 13 seconds happens, nobody knows what the heck happened, and got, you're, you're not going to sit around and watch film and break it down as a team because uh-huh. who would want to go through that torture again? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> pack up their stuff, go home. Um, but when you came back in the spring, mm-hmm. I'm guessing it would be like April for workouts yeah, and stuff. Yeah, April. Was it addressed? Um, how was it disc- – I mean, it's, it's right there. I mean, the, the Seattle Seahawks, after they lost to the Patriots at the one-yard line, you know, when they threw instead of they ran, I want to say they did some, like, retreat as a team. You know, it, some teams go to crazy lengths to try to deal with a loss like that mentally. What was said? What was done behind the scenes with this one? Nothing. Everybody went home. <laughs> I mean, when you came back, like in April. Oh, in April. Um, like it never happened. I can't even remember it, to be honest. Two reasons. Here we go. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno, and we don't talk about 13 seconds. Right. Who is Bruno? You don't have kids yet. That's <laughs> oh, it's uh. Oh. En- Encanto, Moana. You'll, you'll be into those shows soon. Is right? it like Coco Lemon? Like that? Oh, don't, avoid Coco Melon at all costs. Coco right? Melon, yeah. What parents here are stuck watching Coco Melon? Anybody? Nobody. Good, all right. Hey, he's here. Over again. here, okay. <laughs> he's right there. He stole his seat. But that, was, but that was the approach. It was just like, don't even bring it up. Don't go there. Yeah, it was, you know, what can we do about it? You know? So that's how we took it. Like, can't do nothing about it. We just got to play. If we play them again, we got to handle the situation. All right. Well, that was kind of the Von Miller video too, right, that the team put out, burn it yeah. down, yeah. burn the history, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. It kind of seems like that's kind of been the theme then with the team. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. It is what it is. 
But didn't uh, didn't McDermott show you guys a documentary of the Redeem team? Oh yeah. This uh, past weekend, I think I yeah. read that. So, like Team USA basketball 04, embarrassed in Athens, just awful. And then Kobe and Coach K, they came back and won gold. So, oh. how, how, you guys did watch that as a team? Like did that? Yeah, we relate? put it in a team meeting. It was talking about how. Um, we was just talking about. At that moment, it was talking about Kobe and how he, um, his teammate was Paul Gasol, and they were playing against who? Uh, Spain. Spain. And how they were real close, you know, on the Lakers. They were real close, and he went to play against them, against Spain, and Paul Gasol was on Spain, and he, like, ran through his chest. It was like, hey, like, that's my teammate, but we're playing against him, man. I don't care. I just want to win. So basically, we took that as, you know what I'm saying, no matter who we're playing against, we just want to win. Whether it's a close teammate, a guy that play, we played with, or a team we're familiar with, we kind of just want to win, no matter. We just got to get it done. Guys love Kobe, too, RIP. But like the, the way he attacked yeah. basketball, competitive, just, just, just his competitive nature in general. Mm-hmm. And so many football players just have used that as inspiration. Have you, have you yourself, is there anybody you looked up to down those uh, lines? I wasn't really a Kobe fan. Like, no. I, I mean, I like watching him, but I was more of like a Derrick Rose fan. Yeah. Derrick Rose? Yeah. He's probably not as great as Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan. But Why Derrick Rose? I don't know. He was just excited. When he, he was excited. You know what I'm saying? I was a Chicago Bulls fan, so it kind of worked hand in hand. Does that stuff work like when a head coach has you guys all gather around and you're watching it? Doc- was it the whole team? Yeah. So uh, when you're all watching this, what kind of effect does that have on the psychology of a team? Doesn't have much. Nothing. You just we watch it. Now it's pretty cool to watch, and some some things are chilling. Like you're like, like that's amazing. But like, you know, we got to go tomorrow and play a football game. So you better be able to get your mind ready, like your own way. Like some people don't get ready through videos. You know, mm-hmm. they get ready the other way. So it's like. But it's cool, though. So that was the, the Saturday before the Pittsburgh yeah. game. So every, every Saturday before every game, you guys do something as a team. Like what, yeah. Just bring everybody like, into that world. Where, where are you? Like, what are you doing? How do you get ready for a game that, well, that day before? We go to, I go to chapel at 7 o'clock. And then, well, depending on what time the game is, I'm just giving you times. Like 7 o'clock would be chapel. 30 minutes later, it will be uh, offense, defense. And then we go to team meeting. And then after the team meeting, everybody dispersed. And then we have, like, curfew and stuff. But uh, during those meetings, we talk about, you know, the X and O's or whatnot. And then we say some things to motivate us. And then coach comes in. He tried to motivate us. Oh, he don't say nothing at all. He's like, let's just get it done. And then that's it. He don't need to say much. We, at this point, we're like, we want to win. Yeah. So. Like you've said before, it's not like you need a fire and brimstone yeah. speech straight out of the movie. So no. What do you feel? We've got um, right behind my back, East Aurora's JV football team in the house. So give it up for East Aurora. Wait, hold on. JV football team? Yeah, JV, right? I was, I mean... Little Loop. Okay, Little Loop. Oh, Little Group. Well, I was going to say that. I was going to say JV. I was like, this is kind of small. <laughs> it must be pretty tough pound for pound over That's here. That's what I'm saying. They, they, this must, they, yeah, because they, they were like, they're tiny. Yeah. Like, I'm small. Yeah, I know. 
I was gonna say Isaiah. That's, that's your world. <laughs> but yeah, it was like so. Like, is it a little league team or like a middle school team? So like pop, like Pop Warner. Oh, okay. 10, yeah. Say so JV. I was like, whoa. So when you were ten and eleven years old. Yeah. All right. Let's flash back in time, Isaiah. Yeah. Help these kids Let me out. Think that far. I got it. I know you're still in concussion protocol. I'm very sorry to have you thinking this hard. Um, what? Where were you? With the sport of football, like what memories do you have when you were first getting into it, playing this game, and what advice do you have for these guys over here? Um, well, I was office lineman. No, no, he's serious. I'm serious. Yeah. So I was office lineman because, like, I guess I outgrew everybody too early, right? So that ain't work. <laughs> um, I was office lineman and like. Nine and ten. That's what. I, yeah, I was like off the alignment, and I was blocking for people. And I, somebody was like, "Hey, you want to play receiver? We are, we don't have any more receivers." And I'm like, "What is a receiver?" You so, didn't know what a receiver was. No. <laughs> so it was like, "Yeah, you just run the ball, catch the ball." Bro. So I was running, catching the ball, bro. and yeah. Like, I became a receiver. But, like, at 9 and 10, I don't even know what I was doing. I was just, like, catching and running. Like, without really running routes and stuff like that. I was just having fun. And things just started happening. And then everybody else got bigger than I was about age 13, 14. It was like, about to quit. About to quit. <laughs> Did you think about quitting football when no. you're the smallest guy out there? No. No. I was, I was faster than everybody else until I got to, like, high school. And everybody else was faster than me. And then I had to get faster than high schoolers and then I stopped growing so that that's hurt that hurt <laughs> so I was kind of I got to get faster and quicker than everybody else I got to catch the ball I got to create separation I got to make big plays so like that's what all I kind of like thought about when I was younger and kind of worked out I was gonna say like how, how you learn to use that to your advantage then in, in so many ways that we see today right like yeah. when, when you are the smallest player on the field how did you just lean into that in a sense at well like as a receiver as I got older it's like I'm 5'7 well at the time I was 5'5 140 pounds but like if somebody got in front of me and they were taller than me I was like oh he can't move the way I move so like I'm faster I'm quicker and I catch the ball and separate but if it's like my size I'm like this would be a tough time and that's why they have nickels in football but um, as I got older, I started getting, I was faster than everybody else, quicker than everybody else, and I could create separation. So for me, it was like no guy that's 6'2", 6'3", can hang with me unless he gets his hands on me, then I'm in trouble, right? <laughs> so, you know, as I went on, it's like, okay, I'm faster than everybody else. I just outrun everybody. So that's what, kind of what I do now. It's like outrun everybody, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're going across the middle and you can't help it. And then, boom, you get a concussion. I don't know how that works. Which you said is your favorite part of the game is getting hit. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I kind of like it because it kind of takes the jitters out of everything. Like, yeah. your first hit, you're like, oh, I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? But that was kind of, like, a bad hit. I think, like, I mean, these guys are going through. We, everybody who's played football at a young age, yeah. you have that moment, like, is this for me or not? Yeah. Because football's physical yeah. until it's – you know, flag football, and there is flag, which is great. There's flag football leagues all over the place. Do I like this? Do I not like this? Yeah. 
did you have that moment like, okay, I just took a shot or I just delivered a blow and th this is enjoyable. I want this to be something I do every day. <laughs> or did you run home and say, I don't know if I want to do this? No, to be honest, like every hit I've taken, it was just like, this is fun. Like I want to do this for a while. <laughs> but like some hits are like, whoa, like I don't know. Like maybe I need to chill out. But it's like I can't. It's not in me to just not do it. Like, it's crazy. It's I like, guess it gives me a rush. I guess it's like, I don't know. How can I compare it to him? Like, I don't know. It's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Does anybody have, how you compare that? I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I just like doing it. You know what? This is, is going to sound like another shameless plug, but the Blood and Guts out October 18th, my book on the tight end position. Oh. Uh, I talked to Rob Gronkowski, and we hung out for a while, and he, like, he loved it. He said the same exact thing as a kid. Like, he was a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Like, him and his brothers would just beat the snot out of each other, yeah. mini sticks, fighting over pogs, like everything. And he loved getting hit, and he loved hitting, obviously, but he loved getting hit as much as hitting. Yeah. But he's 6'6". Six, six. 270. Yeah. You're 5'7. 170. 170. So it's one thing if you love it and you're that big, you can take Earl Thomas harpooning you in the side. Yeah. It's another thing if you're Isaiah McKenzie going across the middle. So yeah. it takes guts, is my point. You've got guts. Yeah. I don't mind it. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It, I still don't know how to explain that. I was thinking about it, but I can't. You're not, there's no hesitation the next time you take the field at Arrowhead, like after everything that happened and your, your route calls for you to go across the middle of the field, what's going to go through your mind? Nothing, probably. Catch the ball. And hopefully nobody's there. To, <laughs> hopefully nobody's there. But if somebody's there, I just take the hit. Well, last year you just looked for 49 and you, you'd go after that player. Sorry, that's me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Their secondary is a little better. Their defense is better right, this their year. Their defense is pretty good. Yeah, so yeah, we'll what, do you, see. what do you see in the Chiefs? Um, they got a good defense. You know what I'm saying? They're doing well. They play tonight. I'm going to watch the game tonight. Um, but for the most part, they, they're one of the best teams in the league still, even though they lost Tyree Hill. They're still, you know, Patrick Mahomes. They got good receiver core, um, good run game. Their defense is still solid. They didn't lose anyone. Um, so should be a good game. That was really interesting what you said. I mean, this is – a different team, a different season. I thought that Brandon Bean and, and McDermott, what they did this offseason of just not, you know, two years ago it was like run it back. Yeah. You know, bring everybody back, which I think it sounds good in theory, yeah. you know, but you did just lose the AFC championship. You got to get past the Chiefs. Yeah. It's okay to try to get better in spots. This, uh -huh. this past year, you guys tried to get better in some pretty key yeah. spots. Yeah. Von Miller, you mentioned him specifically. Where, where is this team different going into Arrowhead? this time around, and why, why does Vaughn just change things on defense? Um, I would say our D-line's way better than they were, you know, before. I'm not saying they were bad, but, you know what I'm saying, we add a few pieces, Vaughn Miller, Greg Russo's growing, uh, A.J. Epinesa, Boogie Basham, Ed in the middle, Jordan Phillips came back. Um, and I feel like Vaughn Miller has, you know, going to his camp with Greg and all of them, it's just him coming in and just – him being a two-time Super Bowl winner and knowing, you know, how to win football games. And he's also a specimen on the edge. So, you know, adding him, it's just bringing in a couple guys, a couple new guys and just, you know, tweaking a little bit. But I feel like he, him, you have to watch for him. 
you know, as an offensive lineman, as an offense in a whole, like he can disrupt offenses, and we needed that. So he he's the guy for the job. And you're being humble, but I mean, offensively, you and Gabe Davis both are a, a little younger than the guys you're replacing, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> Cole Beasley helped you a lot. Emmanuel Sanders is yeah. a veteran. I mean, you, you were teammates with him in Denver, but to get younger at receiver uh-huh. this time around with that experience that we saw against Pittsburgh, like yeah. you can kind of score the ball at will. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're doing a good job on offense. You know, me, Diggs, Gabe, and now Khalil, uh, Jay, Jamison Crowder. I feel like we got a good group of guys that we want to win football games. So, you know, we throw the ball a lot. We got to catch the football. So that's what we're going to do, get open and catch the football. Josh is going to throw it hard, right? Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah that guy. All right, yeah, explain to everybody here. What, what's it like to catch a, a Josh Allen missile? Um, he doesn't take much actually, off of it. Actually, this game – he kind of chilled out, like, because during the week, we were like, Josh, you're throwing the ball too hard. <laughs> like, like, you're really throwing this ball too hard. And so it was one practice where Diggs was like, bro, if you just throw the ball, like, it's just a little bit softer, I can catch it. And, you know, if Diggs saying that, we have a problem because <laughs> he's getting most of the balls anyway. And then Gabe told him, like, yo, was like, just throw it and I'll catch it. So actually this game, Diggs, when Diggs scored, it wasn't like a laser beam, and you saw Diggs catch it with his hands. He was like, that was perfect. He was like, yeah. And Josh was like, yeah. He took it a little bit off. But during the week, he was trying to throw the ball soft. But it wasn't – he didn't feel right. He felt uncomfortable. Like, he just had to, like, zip it. It's like, you don't have to. Say you have, they're open. Just throw it to them. Let them run. So he kind of did that this game, and you saw, like, you know, people can run after the catch, catch the football a little bit easier, and – but we know that's not going to last. He's still going <laughs> to zip it eventually. So Has he broken some fingers? Uh, Dislocated, jammed? Nah, he just hurts. I guess we try to catch with our hands and our thumbs get like, I don't know. Yeah. But other than that, he hasn't broken any fingers yet. But You want to, you still want to catch it with your hands, though, too. Like back in the 90s, everybody's making these body catches. Nah, I'm catching it with the body. Cause, You're catching it with your body. Because he's throwing it too hard. So I'm, You're going body. Yeah. You want to save these hands. Yeah. You have very like, nice hands. You know what I'm saying? Like I st- George Costanza-esque, one might say. George, who? I thought that was a reference you'd get. George who? George Does anybody Costanza. know George Costanza? Right? The one, hand model, George Costanza. Four, five. It's, it's like 100 people in there. There's only six people that know who that is. Everybody here has watched Seinfeld ten times over. Oh, Absolutely. I just didn't know the guy's name. <laughs> All right, Seinfeld. Yeah. He, okay. He, there's one episode. He's a hand model. Yeah. No. Don't. Doesn't last long. Doesn't no. last beyond that episode. But <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good to preserve your hands when Josh Allen's your quarterback. Yeah, like I got things to do with these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like I just knew where everybody mind went when I said that. So my bad. <laughs> We're good. We're good. All right. We've got a lot of people here, and I'm sure everybody has some phenomenal questions to ask. So This is what I've been waiting on the question. Let's do it. This is the best part. We and got and listen, there's a lot here. of people here. Nick so is going to go around with a mic. I'm expecting a lot of Everything questions. Everything is on the table. Everything. Everything's on the table. Everything. Just. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. I'm wondering, besides Georgia, yeah. what other teams do you see in the college football playoff this year? I like it. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to beat Georgia, but I'm going to go Alabama. 
you said playoffs. There's only four teams, right? There's only four teams. Alabama, um, Michigan again, probably. Who? Who's that? Ohio State? Is that what BYU? BYU? <laughs> I thought it was the oh, YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> not, not Notre Dame. The school no. that could have been for you, Isaiah. Yeah, no, not them. Um, yeah, Ohio State. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I like it. So those are my four picks. Alabama, maybe Michigan, USC, and then Ohio State, yeah. So, like we'll it. see. All right, we got John is right here with the mic, so just uh, flag him down. If you score during the Chiefs game, will you hit the gritty? <laughs> um, you know, that, that's a reference that took me a while to understand as an old part now. The gritty. Yeah, I'm old too. So listen, um, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. I, I mean, I would, but I had to practice. But I would do it, yes. Okay. <laughs> so if we see the gritty at Arrowhead, yeah, that's for you guys. It began right here. All these people with no questions. I don't see no hands oh, raised hands or over. nothing. All right, we got one over here. Where did you learn a salsa dance? Um, from Miami, uh, my grandma's. Yeah, um, she did it. She did it. My sister does it. I do it. Like yeah. So I, I would say my I grew up in Miami. My grandma. So like, it was it's kind of easy when you grow up in Miami, right? Like it's nothing but Latin music. So I mean you wouldn't know, but like I'm <laughs> telling you, it's kind of easy. Like to learn it. I wouldn't say learn, it's, it is kind of hard because of steps and all that, but I'd say Miami taught me a lot. So yeah, just me dancing, going to parties, you know what I'm saying, dancing. Is it all about the, the wiggle in the shoulders or no. is it lower body? It's just mostly like feet, it's like not too much hips, it's just more feet, yeah, a little bit of shoulders. But we, Do you want to? You want to do a little salsa dance? You said what? I think they were asking you to do a little salsa dance. Show us, show us, show us, show us, show us, show us. Okay, I'll show you. But, 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 I need a, I need some help. Ooh, Ooh. there we go. Where's our volunteers? Can anybody out Come there? Come on, we got a little dance floor out there, out in front. There. But, but there has to be music. Oh, you want music? It has to be music. I don't know how the sound system works, John. Can you, can you fire that up or not? All right. While we take a question, while we get the... <laughs> we, we can... Uh, yeah, we'll have a question, and then I'll get the music you. sorted out. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. Any more questions? But we will show you. Me and my assistant, whoever that is. All right, Everybody, everybody's pointing over to here. my wife. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> hey, I, Isaiah, a, a real question. It's a real co question. Co coming from a different background and being a Cowboys hater. Who's our Cowboys hater? I am. All right. How, how was it being behind Cole Beasley? Was he helpful to you? 
Or was he like, this guy's gunning for my job? Um, no. <laughs> good question. For no. real, how, how was he, it playing with Cole? He was, no, he was very helpful, I would say. I mean, I knew that I would sit behind him because they gave him a, they gave him a, a pretty good amount of money. So I knew even if I, you know, go for 125 yards, three touchdowns, I still wasn't going to be the starter or something like that. But for the most part, he helped me. You know what I'm saying? In so many ways. Reading coverages, running routes, and stuff like that. So he was a big help. And he knew eventually my time would come. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, when you wait patiently, you work hard, your time would come eventually. And he knew that. And all he did was help, even though he was performing well and doing his job the best way he could. I felt like, for the most part, he helped me. So, you know, I always appreciate him. You know, we still talk to this day. And, you know, he... He roots me on, so I can't say he, he did everything he could for me. That's a fascinating uh, dynamic, though, because it's like in your profession, like there's always somebody right behind you. The team's yeah. always drafting somebody. They're always trying to find somebody younger. Mm-hmm. And as the veteran in that – now you're the veteran in that position. They drafted yeah. Khalil Shakir. Yeah. He's went for, what, 3 for 75 last yeah. week. It'd be really easy for you to – Say like what, what Brett Favre said when they drafted Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger. When they yeah. drafted, I'm not. It's not my job to mentor this kid. Yeah. I'm not going to help him. Yeah. You, I imagine a lot of players in that position that Cole Beasley was in, that you're in now, mm. would be like, maybe they're not. They're, they're not going to go out of their way to help the young player. But um, I feel like you guys do. Yeah, like Bees helped me, and now it's my turn to help Khalil. You know what I'm saying I'm. I'm getting old. You know. <laughs> right. we, we got a question from a little lube over here. For oh, go ahead. Um, why did you pick the number six? No reason. <laughs> no reason. No reason at all. It was just get it. It was the sixth year in the NFL. Yeah, it is. It is. I got a question. serious question. What song do you salsa to? We'll put it up there. But <laughs> I need to, I don't know. Um, the, do I, how do you? The magic. What is that? It's Mark, right? Anthony. Mark Anthony. All right, we'll get that up there. Any other questions out there? All it's, right. There right should here. be a lot of questions over here. There's a lot of questions. Hey, long time listener, first time caller. Hey. <laughs> Wait, where'd the mic go? Right here. Oh. How we doing? Uh, so my question for you is, you were talking about when you were younger, so what was your training regimen like when you were in high school, college? <laughs> um, um, to be honest, to be honest, we're here. We are here. Right. We are here. If it was up to me, I wouldn't train. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I like training. Um, no. So I'll give you an example, like, okay, I can't really say college, college, they made us get up early, six on one. Like, I feel like now as an individual adult, like I have to do my own training in the off season. I'll say in the, in the off season, I train every, I would train five times a week at nine, 9.30 in the morning. Um, I eat whatever I want, like McDonald's, Burger King, Chili's. <laughs> like, I don't, like, to be honest, I don't, I don't really eat healthy. I probably should. But, like, I hate green stuff. And, like, hey, don't, don't listen to this part. Like, 
<laughs> but it's like for me, it's like I don't, I don't know. Like I love strawberry lemonade. Like it's just certain things I need. Brownies, cookies. Like those are awesome. Your foodies. So you this know, is, you, this you, is the you Buffalo understand. foodie scene right here. So you like, you get it. Like you need it. Like it's that's my addiction. Like bad stuff, bad food, huh? I might have to take you guys up on it. Upon. Wait, she's a part of the crew? Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Do you have a favorite restaurant in Western New York? Why are you asking me that question? I gotta... You've been here for what, five years? I'm going to go. <coughs> Misters. <laughs> See? Obviously, like we're... <laughs> Misters. Obviously, where we're at, of course. I would say, like. The brisket's amazing. Yeah, brisket's amazing. Um, yeah. Oh. When you're not at Misters. Yeah, when I'm not at Misters. This is hard, like, cause I don't know. I know, you feel like you've just been holed up in your hotel the whole time. Was, exactly. You're not living in the hotel anymore. Yeah, I'm not right? even like, I don't know. Like, I like 40 Thieves. Bar Bill is pretty good. Um, other than that, I don't know. Okay. This is hard. So I might have to take you guys up on that offer. Yeah, show me around. We're d- More questions? We got a bunch of. All here. right. Um, oh, yeah, this, yep. Yeah. Oh. We can't neglect this side of the room. We got yeah, a lot of one second over here. They gonna have a lot of questions. <laughs> we'll work our way back over to the stage. So, how did you plan the gender reveal? For <laughs> That's a good question. The whole um, thing. So, around April, May, June, maybe July. No, May. Um, my sister, she found out she was pregnant, and I said, hey, I'll do, I'll do the gender reveal against the Rams. And she was like, well, what if you get cut? <laughs> and I'm like, why, why would you say that? <laughs> She's like, what if you're not there? Like, what if you get cut? What if you're not playing? Like, what if something happens? Like, listen. I'll score and I'll do the gender reveal. So July came around, we're in camp, and I wouldn't answer her phone calls because I was too busy trying to start so I can score and I don't get cut. Cause she had all that going in my brain, right? So I didn't answer her phone calls. She's just like, hey, maybe we can do it against the Colts in preseason because we don't know what's gonna happen. I'm like, nothing's gonna happen, relax. Like, I got this. You're like, you know something I don't know? You've been yeah. talking to Sean? And then she goes, I was like, actually, I'm not playing. So I made it seem like I was going to get cut. So, like, she goes, yeah, what do you mean you're not playing? Like, you have to play. And I'm like, I'm not playing in the preseason. She goes, what does that mean? I was like, I don't know. We'll find out on cut day. <laughs> and so we go play the Rams. No, after that, obviously, you know, they, they say I'm the starter or whatnot. And then we go play the Rams. And... She hit me up before the game, and she goes, you know, you know, are you still going to do it? I was like, yeah. And I was supposed to write, it's a boy on my shirt, but I forgot. So I was like, how am I supposed to do this? So the game goes on, and I forgot about the whole gender reveal, right? And then the interception came. It was my fault. Then I had to go to the sideline, like, maybe I won't be getting back in. 
So I, that happens. You get shoved in so, that doghouse. So I get back in, right? And bam, bam, bam. The third quarter comes, and I score. And the camera was in my face, and I forgot. So the cameraman left. And as I'm walking away, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got to say it's a boy. And the cameraman came back, and then that's when I said it. And it happened. And then, um, yeah, so after the game, she was like, 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 how'd you know you're going to score? Like, a lot of people ask me, like, how you know you're going to score? And I was like, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, there was, I was like, there was a slim chance I wasn't getting back in. <laughs> so I was like, well, so I scored. So, and then somebody asked me, like, what if you didn't score? And I was like, at first I said, like, we wouldn't know because I scored. And then the other thing is like, if I didn't score and somebody else scored, I was going to run into the camera and say, hey, it's a boy, and then run away. And uh, <laughs> oh, I would have told Josh, like, hey, Josh, say it's a boy, say it's a boy. And he was like, what are you talking about? And then it never gets out. So, but it happened, so that was pretty cool. Good thing you didn't get cut. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, we got another question over here. Hey, a little dirty. My wife would like to know why your pants didn't match everyone else when you were on America's Got Talent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the tough um, questions. Why your pants didn't match well, on America's Got Talent. I thought the pants were black, right? And then when the lights hit, the lights hit us, my pants were like black and gray. So, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, that, like my pants were black when I saw them. I guess everybody else, they were gray and black. <laughs> so, I mean, it worked out. I didn't even know. I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. All right, that we got fun? another was one over here. Huh? Did you like that? We haven't even really talked about that. No, that was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Not my scene, but I enjoyed it. Okay, what? I was at the game yesterday and Where's they played I Want It That Way. Say it again? They played I Want It That Way over the intercom at the game yesterday. Yeah. Did you request that or Dion? Because we saw no, your dance. I no, was, I was so surprised. I'm like, we have to do this right now? <laughs> like who who did that? And but I already knew it was coming eventually, and yeah, we just got into character. Right? Yeah, so so it was pretty cool. We thought of you when we heard it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming back over this way. You got a question in the front. Um, can you take my be real? What's that? Can you take my be real? What's the be real? <laughs> okay. Does anybody in here know what a be real is? I don't know what it is. I have no idea. You have to be under 16 to understand. <laughs> How does it work? You take a picture? a picture. So do I take the picture of them? And you at the same time. All right, I think he's gonna do it. Are you ready? Hold on, get up there. I don't want to be in it. So do I take this picture right now? Yeah, there you go. Right. I think it worked. Is that it? 
I feel like Bill. It Belichick works. You turn red. <laughs> All right. Impressive. I love it. We got a few questions over here. How do you how do you think you're gonna play against the Bucks? The Bucks. We play the Bucks. <laughs> he meant the Chiefs. The guy, the guy he's looking. He's like. Like during the season. Like when you play them. We play the Bucks. Look at he's like what? <laughs> Look at he's looking. He's like what did he say? <laughs> Wait. All right. I'm trying to figure out what he's trying I to say. I think he said the box, right? Yeah. We played him last year. We, we don't play him this year. Maybe it'll be the oh. Super Bowl. Right? Is that? Yeah, that's what you meant. I don't think Super so. Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the playoffs or like. Oh my God. Oh. When you play the box in the Super Bowl. When we play the Bucks, who said like who? Are they gonna make it? Yes, we are. He's a Bucks fan. Yeah. JV. All right. All right. Can you come to one of our JV games? Yeah. When is that? Saturday at what time? Should we coordinate this with Thanksgiving dinner? Wait, what? Well, you'll be, in, you'll be flying to Kansas City this Saturday, but maybe, maybe bye week, home games. Oh, every Saturday, guys? Bye week? This Wednesday. Wednesday. This Wednesday, what time? Next Wednesday, I'll be at home. Bye week, I'm going home. Sorry. There you go. All right. Wait, 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 wait. I like it. Wait, wait. All right, we got one more wait, from over wait. here. 23. Wait, 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 wait. Next week, I'll be in Miami. Oh, uh, you're getting out of here on your bye week. It's the bye week. So the following week. So you have to win next week. If you don't win next week, you're right. I like the confidence. You I gotta like win it. next They're week. They're gonna win. What what incentive, right? You win, Isaiah's gonna be at your game the following week. I like it. We got time for one more. Yeah. What is your favorite moment from the season so far? Um. I'm gonna have to say the gender reveal from the first yeah. game of the season. That was pretty cool. I'll be scared. There's a lot of questions. Is there any, any, anybody else want to top it off? All have right, a we got more. one back over here. He's got a couple more in him. So, out of all the NFL teams in the league besides the Bills, which team has your favorite jersey and helmet combination? Favorite jersey? Favorite jersey and helmet combination. Um, favorite... I'm having to go with, no, no, no. I'm going to have to go with, it's tough, so tough. How many teams? 32. 32 um, teams. <laughs> you could say a uniform that you can't stand. 
Who has a good who has good uniforms? Oh, the Washington Commanders football. You seen the black oh, jerseys? God. Those are those are awful. Those are nice. Oh. <laughs> Repulsive. The Washington football team. That that black was the commies. Huh? The, the commies? Yeah. The that black uniform was. Oh, I thought that was terrible. You like those? Amazing. Oh man, Isaiah, come on. Brutal. The Bengals all white is. The Bengals cool. all whites, right? Yeah, the Bengals all whites. Those are, those are sharp. Is that Bengals, Bengals fans? Because they need to surrender every game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got. Do we have one more out there? We got one, one more, right? Here? All right. Where is he? This is such a random question, but what's your favorite dance move? Um, your favorite dance move? I think she said you have to do it too, right? Yeah. I don't have. Right. I don't have a favorite dance move. Do the gritty. I don't know how. The thing is, I don't know how to do it. So that's why I said yeah, because I'm gonna practice it during the week. You can practice it right here. This is a great what? platform to practice something. We are putting the uh, the salsa music up here before we do the signatures, you know, because we have to, you know. Oh, maybe we just get right to that then. Do you yeah, want to get right to the salsa? There. We're going there. All are right. Are gonna dance right. up there? I need, my, I need my, I need my. Oh, absolutely. We got volunteers. Everybody pointed you out, so I gotta. <laughs> Isaiah, you're, you're looking at my wife a little too, a little too much decisiveness there. They, That's who I want to dance with right there. They, it's okay, every, Gina. You can, you can dance if you'd like. You get a pass, yes. <laughs> All right, here's Isaiah McKenzie. Mm. Salsa dancing. Where, where are you doing it? Up here? I guess they got the music. Uh, All right, they got the music. We'll Let me get see. out of the way. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Come on up. You want to do it right up here, Isaiah? It, yeah. Okay, let me clear out a little, just, little stage. Yeah. I don't even know what's going to happen. There we go. Hey, Tyler, can we get the uh, jukebox turned up? The jukebox? What's that? Yeah, we're going to put things? some music up there. But you don't even know what song. You said Mark Anthony. <laughs> I guess we're doing it's this. It's going to take a minute, but... We'll get there. So everybody can get in place, okay? All Who's right. going to dance? You volunteered. You got to get up there. Come on now. Let's this walk is Isaiah up McKenzie. Here. Come on, everybody. Get up here. And Gina Let's Dunn. <laughs> All right. Everybody come up here. When, They're going to get the music. Yep, there we go. We got our volunteers coming up there. Just bear with us one just minute. Wait, just waiting on the music here. Nice. It's coming. And it might not even be the right song. You might just play anything. So hit the back, hit plus, plus, plus. What's that? Oh, the other Tyler. Oh, now we got some volume. Now we got some volume. All right, Isaiah. Let's see it. What do we do? A little salsa dance. All right, what do we do? All right, here we go. This is tough.
There it is. Isaiah McKenzie. And Tina Dunn. Salsa dancing. And Ella down there. Only here do you get a little salsa dancing. That's fine. That's fine. Awesome. That was good. That was great, Isaiah. Thanks everybody for coming out tonight. We greatly appreciate it. This is awesome. Amazing questions. Good luck to the East Aurora Lil Loop JV Squad here. And uh, everybody have a great week. Awesome to have you here. Isaiah will be hanging for a while, so yep. come up and say hey. Thanks a lot.